G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. So as you know, the numbers of cities and towns that can hear vision around Australia is now pushing in the vicinity of 720 communities. So wherever you're listening, it's likely that you can hear us because there are amazing, sacrificial, committed and courageous Christian technicians who have visited your community to install a vision radio transmission service. Now, you might wonder just how difficult that is uh, when there are people listening to us in some of the most remote, isolated communities that you can imagine. Some of the team, when they head into Outback WA, will literally spend nights sleeping in swags. Now, one of the things that we're so thankful for and humbled by is the capacity that we have to be able to bring a Christian voice into remote, isolated communities. Coming up at the end of this month, a team from Chariots of Fire Ministries in Western Australia is going to embark on a trek into the Kimberley, installing and maintaining vision stations, as well as installing God TV into remote communities. Brian Sonneman from Chariots of Fire Ministries is joining us for this next hour and we're going to talk through a whole bunch of great things that are happening with this expedition that will take uh, something like a month uh, from the end of May and through the month of June. Brian Sonneman, always welcome uh, back to 2020, a special welcome to you today. Many thanks, Neil, and I'd just like to thank you for the opportunity to speak about our upcoming mission, trip to the Chariots of Fire Ministries, and all your support over the years as a, as a partnership with you. Thank oh, you. well, uh, you know, uh, likewise, uh, our partnership with you is just uh, a blessing to those who are in, especially Northwest WA, when you do these expeditions each year. And I know that, you know, with people who listen to radio, sometimes we just take it for granted that uh, you switch it on and there's Christian radio there. But uh, you and I know it's not always quite so easy and it gets especially difficult for people who are in the most remote areas. Let's talk about, as we get this conversation underway, Brian, a passion for people who are in these remote areas in northwest WA. You've had this passion for years and years. You've been there and you've done that. You almost know what to expect this time around. But give us some insights into your passion for the Pilbara. Um, my passion starts with um, the prodigal son where the, uh, the prodigal son was lost. And to me, uh, our desire is to have a face-to-face evangelism with these people in the communities, the members, the, uh, the leaders of the community, the elders, and we just enjoy talking to them. Um, once you get to know them, they will open their heart to you and uh, they will tell us a lot of things that uh, we can help with. Sometimes we can and sometimes we can't, but it's just a joy to be with them. and we, It's the joy on their face when they can hear the radio or watch God TV. And uh, it's just a, a heartwarming feeling that... Um, we can see these people change because of this media that's uh, going to be running 24-7 and uh, establish a connection with them. Uh, like we say, we, we'll go back some time to time, but 
it's just a joy to be in that area and the community and see what they're doing. And uh, it's just a wonderful thing to, to happen. We've got a team of 12, and we're going to call ourselves the Apostles. And we hope to go into these communities and just give them the, um, the show them the, the Word of God, the Gospel, and have that unconditional love that God has to offer. And uh, we've been doing a course here in Geraldton at our church called The Way of the Master. And a couple of people that will be on the trip with us are going through this course. So it just gives us a, another way to uh, communicate with the people. But first thing is just establish a, a one-on-one connection with them. And by putting in this media or God TV, we can say, look, uh, this is, we can help you with this. And then they'll talk about it and want to know more about it. And then that opens the avenue to communicate and tell them about the gospel and the good news. Okay, 12 of you on the team, and that's very significant because we're not talking about uh, a couple of guys getting into their four-wheel drive and going off on a trek. We're talking about a well-coordinated... In fact, you've been working on the logistics of getting this thing happening now for months and months. Uh, Give us some indication because, you know, we've got... You're going to be in the air and you're going to be on the ground. Uh, You have trucks uh, filled with all sorts of technical equipment because you can't just pop around to the local hardware and uh, and pick up something on the way when you're in these remote locations. Give us a little idea about some of the logistics and how you're going to be able to do this expedition. Well, I've been working on this for nearly over 12 months or a bit more and uh, coordinating everything together. But the main thing we want to thank is... um, Mr. Ian Livingston from his company, Bay Timbers. He's denoted a Unidan truck, which is an off-road vehicle. Uh, on the back of the truck is the kitchen. They'll serve all the eight, eight uh, members. And on the back of that truck is a trailer that will sleep eight. Um, well, we thank um, Ian for that. And also the main contact with Rod Baker, he's the main driver, but he also has three men with him that uh, will be driving this tr- uh, truck around. They're covering all the fuel, um, all the food for us, so we've been blessed by that. Also, we thank um, Mr Bill from our Air Services New South Wales. <coughs> He's uh, giving us a... Not, not giving us, but <coughs> uh, supporting us with a um, part Navia twin-engine aircraft. And currently now Wayne Anderson, a co-founder in Wollongong, is going through the endorsement of the aircraft. Uh, he should complete that soon. And when I go over there on the 18th of uh, May um, to, to meet Wayne, I'll go and do my endorsement on the aircraft. And what we've got the aircraft this time is because last time we went there back in uh, 2017, we had difficulty in some places where the roads were washed out or rivers were overflowing and uh, we couldn't get into some of the communities. So having the, the use of uh, aircraft and the vehicles, uh, we believe this time we can cover all the communities. We have another guy, uh, Tony Kish, who install a lot of satellite systems into the Kimberley, Northern Territory and Queensland. He'll be on board and he's doing a job on the way from Alice, uh, sorry, from Adelaide to uh, Elliot, which we'll be installing a system there. And then we go from Elliot to Kananau and we'll meet uh, Tony there. And then we start our mission on Monday the 3rd. But we're having a meeting with uh, Bruce and Terry Connell. We also thank them for their support since we launched the uh, mission back in 2000, uh, sorry, the ministry back in 2011. Uh, they will uh, have a prayer meeting in that church on the Sunday morning and then the team will have our own meeting Sunday afternoon and then uh, we head off on the 3rd of June at 8.30 to our first, our first community. As you say, it's rugged terrain in Outback WA and you can't take anything for granted. You don't know what no. the weather will hold. 
Uh, you don't know what blockages, what barriers, what hardships that you'll face along the way, but you've got to anticipate whatever you can in advance. And uh, having the air support as well as the on-the-ground support, and of course you probably can't get all the equipment onto a plane anyway. You've really got to do this as a ground expedition. But, uh, but it is hard in the outback, and you're choosing to do this through the month of June this year because, I guess, uh, favourable conditions in that time of year uh, when you're going into the harsh outback environment? They believe that uh, it's the end of their wet season and they're coming into their dry season. So last time we went in 2017, they had a very strong wet season, which um, did wash out a lot of roads and uh, rivers were still flowing when we drove through, so we had to miss out on a few of those communities. So... It is a hard, hard environment to be in. Um, indigenous people suffer pretty poorly out there with, um, with not much to do and they get a lot of boredom. But when we come through and we, we chat to them and we put in the media and just spend some time with them, and we, we stay there as long as, as needed. So if we plan for a, a night stay, it could be an, an, another night over, say, if um, God tells us to stay there and communicate more with the people. So our mission can be up and down, um, but our goal is to... Reach everybody, um, not leave one behind and uh, let them um, experience what we have to offer. And, uh, yeah, it's a rough community. They know it's rough, but um, they support us and we support them. And it's just a great environment to be in. And as you say, there's so many people that contribute to an expedition like this. You mentioned the Partnavia aircraft that's being supplied by New South Wales Air Services, and yep. uh, that's coming from, as I understand it, Wollongong, and on the way up into the into the northern parts of WA, across Northern Territory. And there is that stop on the way. I, I need to mention that because uh, because they're going to stop in the Northern Territory on the way to WA to do an installation of a new vision. Uh, station there in Elliot. Uh, yep. This is uh, there's not as many new installs for Vision into WA, but this is one that's this is really happening even before the expeditions well and truly started. You've got a, a Vision installation on the way. Yeah, we've got um, Tony Kish who's uh, leaving Adelaide in his vehicle. Uh, he'll drive up to Alice Springs to pick up the systems that uh, Vision have sent over to Alice Springs. Then he'll drive on to Elliot and install the system. Uh, that'll give him a day or two there and then he'll reach Kununurra around the, the 31st. At the same time he's doing that, Wayne and I will be leaving Wollongong in the Partnavia, and we'll be leaving on the 30th and stay overnight at Birdsville, a place I've always wanted to see. And then we'll go on to um, Kununurra be there on the 31st. So then we hoped all the team, um, Rodney's team, will be there on the 31st or the 1st, so we can have this meeting on, on, the, on the 2nd. And, um, yeah, we're just grateful that... All these people that are coming uh, love the Lord, they know the word, and uh, there's only two that are not Christians at this stage, but I believe by the time we finish the mission, they will be. Well, listeners undoubtedly are aware of the value of having a vision station in their community, and uh, not so many will be familiar with the value of having God TV. Let's talk God TV for a few moments, because people who have God TV installed, uh, they also can access Vision Radio through God TV. It's an important uh, element to be able to help install throughout these communities. Yeah, we'd like to thank um, Wayne Natman from Install Life. He's the director for Australia and New Zealand. They supplied all the systems to us in the last mission back in 2017. They are again supplying the systems for us this year. We're going to install 64 systems in 32 communities. And um, 
that's just going to be a blessing. And uh, God TV will also work with uh, Vision Radio in that you press a button to go from um, <clears throat> TV channel to an audio channel, and that audio channel has Vision Radio beaming through that. So they get the both, best of both worlds by having the media and, in, in sight and the media in sound. And because a lot of people in the communities uh, suffer from reading and writing, uh, this is the only joy they have um, to have something on a, on a screen or uh, audio that they can relate to. And that sort of cheers them up a bit. And we've seen their faces once we've got God TV going or Vision Radio going. <clears throat> From memory, in Mullen, uh, we've got the radio going there and they had no radio. So we went to the store and the manager said, yeah, I've got 12 here. And there's 12 Pi radios and they're all battery operated and power as well. They've been sitting there for years. And we got the Vision Radio going and uh, we told the people that the store had 12 radios. I think within the hour, or hour and a half, they <coughs> had sold all 12 radios. So the community was very grateful for that. Uh, look, you know, when you live in the city uh, or even in our built-up regional communities and even lots of uh, country towns all around the country, uh, you do take for granted that you can get uh, any sort of media relatively easily. But when you're into these really remote areas, uh, things are a little bit different. But let's just zero in for a moment here, Brian, because you're not just going into the Pilbara, into these outback communities, installing vision stations, maintaining vision stations, installing God TV for the sake of being able to provide some sort of entertainment for people. Uh, there's a deeper issue here, isn't there, when you're talking about installing Christian media because, and I know we'll get onto this, because you have seen even entire remote communities have a substantial change as a result of having Christian media. Uh, give us some insight into into the, the fact that this is more this is more about uh, changing communities than it is about providing some sort of uh, you know uh, you know in uh, uh, invaluable uh, sort of sense of entertainment. Yeah, it is entertainment, but also we are treating it as saving Australian lives. We believe that. Uh, we don't need to see suicides coming out of these communities and <clears throat> we found out uh, because the media's been working in Mullen, this is our, our main station that we started with, the first one and the first real mission we had uh, to put in Vision Radio and God TV and you see that community change. Uh, they called uh, their own church, Holy Fire Desert Church. They had a pastor there that uh, later on got baptised but um, it, it, it's an opening for them to find more, uh, find more in life to have a better understanding of life and to fellowship better, to have unity together. Um, and because we went back there after the install back in 2013 and they asked us to come back and do some baptism. So we said, oh, great, we'll have about 12. We've got Bruce and Terry Connell from King's Church to come down. Terry, uh, Bruce couldn't make it, but Terry did, and Wendy. <clears throat> and we thought we'd baptise these people, but... Wendy went through the gospel first and said, look, this is what you need to know about Jesus and this is what you need to understand. And we went through that for about an hour. And then we baptised these people and we thought we'd go over to the lake, but too many came through. So we found this old chest, freezer chest, and we thought, oh, fill that up with water and that'll work. But as we put the water in, the water came out faster than we put it in. <laughs> so we thought, oh, this isn't going to work. So Wendy said, oh, we'll just hose them down. So we've got the hose down. We baptised 32 people out of 100, and that changed the community. We went back there again, found God TV uh, a year later, to do a documentary, and uh, we've seen a change there. Uh, that community is still going strong. Um, they've had no suicides in that community since since 2013, 
and just a joy to see them. We're going back there again because the mullet, the vision radio needs to <coughs> change the receiver, so we'll get that back on air again. And uh, also catch up with Betsy and her sister and the rest of the team at, at uh, Mullen, and uh, they're looking forward to seeing us, and we're looking forward to seeing them. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson, a biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. Brian Sonneman, our guest this hour from Chariots of Fire Ministries and getting ready to embark on an expedition into the most remote outback communities in the nation. I'm talking up uh, the Pilbara and Northwest WA. There are lots and lots of locations that are on a very detailed plan uh, that Brian has put together and a team of 12 uh, who are about to embark on a month-long journey into those outback communities. Uh, Brian, I want to invite listeners to participate in our conversation today and some of the things we're talking about, some listeners will be surprised and they've never heard those things before. Uh, Others will be saying, well, you know what, I'm in an outback community and we've got Vision Radio and I've noticed a difference, a difference in the atmosphere of what's happening in my town, my community, my uh, small uh, settlement. Uh, Well, I want to invite those listeners, uh, if you've got a testimony to tell, if you've got some sort of insight about what's happened in your community, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-316-316. 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation and perhaps tell the story of what's happened in your community because what these guys from Chariots of Fire Ministries are doing is very, very significant, very, very substantial. Uh, let me, uh, let's move on to uh, part of the things that you're doing while you're on this expedition uh, Brian, is that uh, you've got a team with you and there's 12 on the team. Uh, you've even got uh, some musicians, uh, some musos, so you can, you can sort of set up and uh, have a little evangelism campaign along the way. Give us some insights into what you're planning there. And we had planned for um, Dan Vogler to join us, but unfortunately he had to pull out, um, so he won't be with us. But we will have plenty of other media in uh, DVDs and um, sounds, uh, CDs, so we'll on something and also communicate with people and uh, we can air some of the God TV shows or listen to some of the video uh, vision radio uh, stories so we'll um, put that across on uh, on a screen uh, if not on a, on a TV uh, we've got to work that one out this stage and um, but we'll have something there for them to listen to and they do love hearing music and, and songs so we'll be able to play a few of those as well but, um, yeah, it's, it's a pity Dan can't make it this time. We, we were thinking of him and we were praying for him that um, he'll be successful on the next one. So uh, we bless you well. All the best there, Dan, and uh, look forward to meeting you in the next mission. Well, I know that Dan would have been an important part of uh, the opportunity uh, for the ministry and fellowship elements of the journey, and uh, that must be a great loss to you. Is there room for... Uh, someone who might be able to fill Dan's now look not that anyone will be able to fill Dan's shoes because I know that he is a fabulous <laughs> outback communicator but uh, is there room for someone who wants to be involved in that uh, that area for is you know is there an extra spare seat in one of the trucks what we were going to do is um <clears throat> Dan was also communicating with the people and and spreading the gospel as well so he's going from site to site where he wherever he thought was needed where he's needed so we've asked another couple to join us, um, which are from our church here in Gelson, uh, Sue and Greg Gannon. They uh, have worked at the church uh, tirelessly and also work with um, children 
in um, foster homes. Uh, they have a great word uh, understanding of God and the word. And uh, they also worked at a place called Wandelgoo where I worked as, as well with Shirley, where we looked after people that had addictions and needed help to get back on, on track and to change their life around. So we've asked uh, Greg and Sue to join us and they'll communicate with the people. Greg was with us when we went to Munn and uh, he enjoyed it so so much that he wants to go back. But we've got a photo of Greg there. One day he handed out a teddy bear uh, to a little girl and she was so excited and so happy to have this little teddy bear that uh, Greg gave her. So we've, got, we've replaced Dan, but not totally replaced Dan <laughs> in the way of music, but um, the person who can communicate with other people and run around. Okay, um, what we can understand is that the seat is filled and uh, there will be some of that outreach that's happening through uh, through those uh, replacement uh, people, even though we're just, yep. uh, you know, honour to Dan Vogler because of his earlier work uh, up in up in the uh, the Pilbara there. Uh, you're touching on a few sensitive things as you describe what happens in some of those communities in Outback WA. Uh, it's not all uh, beer and Skittles, as the old saying goes. Not everybody's yep. having a fabulous time. You've got people who are uh, facing addictions and uh, all sorts of challenges, uh, not only from the remoteness, but from alcohol and uh, some of the other challenges that are, are going on in those remote areas. Uh, this is part of what drives you with your passion, uh, Brian, is to, to reach out to these people. They need someone to communicate with them. They need someone to talk to. And we have the opportunity, because of God's will, that he's set us up on this mission to uh, see these people that are in, in dire straits and, and need uh, some compassion and need some um, community work to be changed and their life's changed a little. But these addictions can be overcome and we keep praying for them um, from time to time. But we know there is, there is a way out. Some people think that no, there's not a way out and they get so depressed and uh, they get to the point of suicidal. But um, we... We know that uh, this mission, uh, as you said, started in, in Mullen and that revival can kick off from Mullen to the north northwest corner. Um, so we pray that uh, that'll carry on. But they do need help um, because they're stuck out in the middle of nowhere and you can't just travel down the shop and go and do this and go and do that or go and have a coffee or something like that. So the main thing they have is a store in the community and a school. Some have schools, but, um, yeah, they definitely need people to talk to, people that can understand them and people that will take time to listen to their, their problems and uh, we, we do that as much as we can and we'll, like I said before we'll be there uh, in each community as long as we need to be so we can see these people change a little before we leave. Uh, Brian we'll take a call or two in just a few moments uh, but just let me uh, just touch on uh, a documentary that you're going to be making along the way because this is quite significant, a documentary that will be screened on God TV, and uh, no doubt people will have access to that at a later time as well. But what uh, what's going to be happening with the filming of the documentary? Um, we've been blessed to have David Jack join us again. He's done a lot of filming for the 40 Stories, and he did our last mission with God TV. Um, this time he's got the, the full mission uh, to do by himself. <laughs> so we um, have supported him with another drone, so he'll have a camera, camera and a drone to use. Uh, he'll be travelling up with uh, Tony Kish from Adelaide to do the Elliot install and then over to Kununurra. So he'll be taking a documentary on the whole mission um, from word go. Uh, this doc documentary will be supplied to God TV 
and we'll also do uh, DVD videos uh, with testimonies, uh, also pass some of these on to the people that have supported us in the way of giving them a, a, a small documentary on the mission. Um, David Jack is a very good cameraman, he was very good with people, uh, we enjoyed his company, his light sense of humour and uh, he'll do an awesome job and I know that um, what he did before, I think we put one section on, he did with um, uh, Matthew, was it Matthew, I think it was Matthew in Nookumbar and we've seen that on Facebook so you can stay in contact with us over Facebook at Chatchat Fire Ministries on, on this Facebook page. But David is a very successful cameraman around Australia, well-known, and he's joining us again for the full month. So thank you, David. Uh, let's just, for a moment here, uh, focus in on some of the towns and communities that you're going to be visiting because uh, it might be good to mention, we've mentioned ones like Kununurra and uh, Mullen, uh, but uh, if you've got a list there of some of those communities that you're going to be going into, and I know when it comes to uh, the pronunciation of some of these outback West Australian towns, they're not always easy, but uh, hit us with a few names of some of the towns that you're going to be visiting on the expedition, Brian. Um, starting off going through from uh, Kununurra to Wyndham and on the Good River Road, Imagey is one of them, and uh, they uh, were successful to have children that do the coffee run when they have the bike race going through every year. They're called the Gib River Race. Uh, that's Imagey. We have another one called uh, Nookumbar, which is down south at the cattle station. Um, that was very successful. We put uh, Vision Radio on there. Last time we went through, they had a, a foldy L&B, so we replaced that, and they were back on the air. I'm so happy to have the Vision back on again. Uh, we're going to Bidjidanga, which is um, down south of Broome. This community, we're hoping to establish a connection so that we can put in Vision Radio. The guy there, Matthew, is a full-on Christian and uh, he's sort of leading the community. Well, once we installed God TV there back in the last mission, he was very happy with it. We got to Broome, stayed overnight. The next morning we had a phone call from Matthew um, saying, oh, this God TV is good. Uh, stayed up all night watching it and his wife kept saying come to bed come to bed he said no I'm going to stay up and watch God TV so he went to school the next day helping at the school very tired but uh, <laughs> places like that um, want to go up to One Arm Point um, down to uh, not, not Bant, um, Belgo Hill uh, that was uh, very successful there we saw two Christian TVs there I think they've got Vision Radio already working there I'm not sure um but they're just some of the communities that uh, we hope to go to. Um, yeah, so we're yeah. excited that uh, the list of communities that we do have, we've approached most of them, and uh, they're all very happy to see us. So we've got uh, perm permit slips to go into three of the main ones we have to get permits for, but the rest are open, so we're, we're grateful for that. Fabulous stuff. But, Look, let's, uh, let's take a call or two. Uh, yep. First of all, uh, Steve... Uh, who's in the uh, Western Snowy Mountains, uh, Steve uh, Cabramurra. Is that the name of uh, where we're talking to you from today? Absolutely, yeah. I'm up in the Snowy Mountains where uh, Snowy Hydro is preparing with a whole heap of people coming into town and getting ready for road upgrades and, uh, uh, yeah, modifications to roading, water systems. Good. Well, Steve, uh, what, what's your what's the purpose of your call? Uh, what's uh, what's the element that you'd like to contribute to? Uh, well, uh, at this stage, I'm a born again Christian from uh, three three years ago. Uh, Batlow's home, uh, the Anglican Church, 
put on the uh, 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 has paid and subsidised for Vision Radio to be on in our township, as well as does the uh, Anglican Church at uh, Tumbrumba. So I get radio coverage from Batlow for five k's out south, then I have to go to uh, digital to catch by mobile phone for a period. And then, it's not always easy to do, is it? But uh, you soon learn how the sequence works if you've got to change stations to keep on listening. But uh, you say you've been a Christian for just three years, Steve. Uh, uh, give three us a, and a half. This, yeah, this year will be three and a half years. Uh, give us yep. some. Uh, give us some insights into what's been so special about having Vision Radio, Christian Radio, to listen to. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, I spend a lot of time uh, in fellowship with uh, a lot of Christians uh, in, in my community and uh, I live in a very isolated location and uh, being a, uh, a born again at the age of 43 and a half, 44 is a, a relatively late time to uh, come into Christianity but as a result of the isolated location I'm at where there are, I think I can probably pinpoint three people on site who are Christian or Catholic, so it's, uh, we're in a minority, and uh, it's uh, a little hard to be um, uh, outspoken or uh, to be um, difficult in a, without knowledge of the, the Bible, so I get rapid learning from uh, a lot of the, um, I guess, the you know, current priests slash other um, testimonials, the other things that uh, occur. And uh, last night I was up praying about a job and did a job interview till four in the morning and got to hear a, a, a lot of stuff that comes from international uh, uh, speakers and priests and reverends and pastors and um, preachers. Steve, and there's something special, isn't there, about the idea of rapid learning because when you have access to Vision Radio 24 hours a day, you are on a learning curve that's... Uh, that's much uh, more significant than uh, ordinary people who, you know, get to church once a week. It's It makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Uh, look, incredibly. And uh, uh, the only thing I can encourage a lot of people to uh, uh, do and becoming quite evident is uh, time with God by yourself, time time with Christians by yourself, time with, time with uh, Christians in prayer fellowship for senior Christians to... Be more motivated in regard to helping the shortfalls of society with uh, the desegregation of so we've pushed the elderly away, but the elderly are quite experienced in the worldly ways and also can give a lot of experience from a godly sense. Yeah. It's uh, interesting living in a well, Steve. rural town that's been bashed, and uh, it's been great to get vision. It's, uh, it's a fantastic radio station of... Uh, well, thank you so much for calling in and uh, just uh, honour to you for giving us a call today because you are in an isolated place. And as we come to this issue, Brian, uh, the idea of a you know, rapid learning opportunity uh, for people who are in isolated communities, well, they don't get any more isolated than those who you're going to be visiting on your expedition into the Kimberley and those remote communities. And uh, this is the sort of story, undoubtedly, that you're hearing, that people have access to Vision Radio and they have a connection uh, to tremendous teaching, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it makes a huge difference in their lives. Uh, this uh, story Amen. that Steve cha- shares is something similar to what you'll hear when you're on your expedition. Exactly the same thing. We, we see people that um, they have a, a media where they can learn something. Um, they, people are keen to learn if you give them the right opportunity and the right tools to do so. And by 
going into the mission field and, and what we're doing is putting this uh, media in and it's a tool so they can use, they can uh, learn so much from it, hear so much from it and apply some of those things that they hear on, on Vision Radio or God TV into their lives and when they do that, their life is changed around. We know it's a, a, a thing that God is doing. We're going in there as a, as a servant for the Lord but when we pray for these people and we work with these people, we know that God will touch them further after we've left and, and, and work with them through this media. And uh, it's not just about us going in there, but we know that with prayer, it, it, it will be answered. It may not be answered straight away, but it will be answered, and uh, these people will change over time. And we, like I say, we'll go backwards, back to them at a later date and see the change, and that's what we've done. When we went back with um, Wayne Natman and God TV to do the documentary, we saw... How the, how the communities had changed, how the people had changed, how the unity had come, in, come into the community, how they socialised together by having meals together, which they didn't do previously. Uh, these sort of things change, and you can see that change. It's just a beautiful thing to see. And uh, thank you so much to Steve from Cabramurra, uh, the western snowy mountains, uh, and just really identifies the fact it's not just about uh, winning a soul uh, about that person who is born again, as Steve was saying three and a half years ago, but he's now become a disciple of Christ. And uh, discipleship is what Matthew's Great Commission is all about, uh, going into all the world and preaching the gospel making disciples and of all nations and that uh, has a significance about it and uh, you're doing some wonderful work there when it comes to uh, that Brian and let me just introduce into the conversation one of your colleagues uh, co-founder of Chariots of Fire Ministries Wayne is on the line hi Wayne hi Wayne Hey, good day there. Hey, Wayne. How you been, Brian? <laughs> good. Good, Wayne. You're, are you on, the, you're on this expedition that's coming up as well? Yeah, better believe it. I can't wait. I've been out, I've been out uh, flying this morning. I'm doing some training in a, a Duchess 76 so I can uh, fly the uh, part navia. And uh, the instructor is uh, throwing, like, um, engine failures on me, and I've been freaking out. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, let, let's, uh, hang on a second. Now, you have got a, a, a pilot's license already, and you're just learning to fly a new aircraft. Is that the way it works? That's it. I'll just give you a little uh, background on it. I was, I was out at the flying school a few months back, and anyway, I was just having a look around the aircraft, and I was sticking uh, our stickers, Charity Fire Ministry, on the side of the aircraft. Anyway, the owner walked in, Bill Quinton, and he said, Wayne, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just, uh, just sticking these on the side of the aircraft, I'm taking some photos, and going to put it on our website. And this guy's not even a Christian. He turned around and he said, um, well, can you tell me about it? And I did. And he said, well, guess what? Oh, no, he said to me, are you, um, what aircraft are you going to take? And I said, uh, I'm not. I said, I can't afford. He said, yes, you can. I'm going to support the ministry. See that aircraft over there? It's called a part navia. It's an ex-area patrol aircraft. It's a twin screw aircraft. And I said to Bill, I said, I haven't got a twin. He said, well, go and get it. He said, I'm, uh, we're, I'm, um, New South Wales Air Australia is going to uh, su- uh, support you. We're going to put 4,000... Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, he said I'm uh, going to put the first thousand um, dollars worth of fuel in for you, and uh, and he said uh, going to give it to us dry dry hire, and he's actually cut the rate right down to Villiers, and he's going to actually put stickers on the side of the aircraft, chariots for ministry. This guy is not a born again Christian, and I did not ask him for one cent or any favour. He turned around, and he said, oh, "We are supporting your ministry." I thought, "Are you kidding?" 
and I have stuck this out with Brian for 10 years or over 10 years now. I've never given up on the on the vision of, of the uh, Pilatus PC-12, but this is a next stepping stone, and it's just blowing me out. When I told Brian, he just couldn't believe it. It was just so excited, and now the Univans have come along, and the guy that owns that, he's, he's actually supporting us too, and it's just not, I'm not going around, Brian and I are not going around and pleading uh, uh, from anybody whatsoever. I've just had faith in God and I've run with the vision that he put on me of the northwest corner of Australia. We went over there two years ago. It was a, it was a, a, a very big trip. It was uh, very challenging. The enemy tried to bring division, and, but we stuck it out. And uh, here we are today in, uh, at, a, um, uh, at the end of the month and we're going to be flying down the runway there at Wollongong and heading in the northwest corner, and away we go. You know, I'm always surprised just how significant it is when the Spirit of God, of course, you know, what we're doing when we do mission, it's, it's God's mission, and he's the one who provides the way that we can actually fulfill that, but it takes people of faith like yourselves who will stand up and take those initial steps, and it's a leadership thing that you do, and then there are those who say, I love what they're doing, I feel this, uh, this, you know, impression from God that I need to support. And there is a certain sense in which uh, this is what happens. Uh, you, you put it out there loud and proud and you say, this is what we're feeling called to do. And then the people of God, and they're people perhaps that you've not even had contact before, never been supporters before. They hear what you're doing. They recognize the value of that and they come to the fore and they, and they, uh, they come and help to provide those, uh, those requirements that you have in the logistics. Uh, Brian, right, let me man. come back to you because this is, this is something that you've seen. This is a testimony that you can tell of the provision of God because God's people are ready to support what you're doing. Exactly. As Wayne said, um, he said, I, I, I spoke to uh, Bruce Connell in Kununurra and he said, oh, I, I might have a vehicle for you on the mission because he knew what we were doing. We needed some ground support. And he said, bring this guy, Rod Bacon. I said, oh, well, okay. So I rang Rod and and I spoke to him. He's um, a chaplain also, and um, he said, "Oh, we've got a van here we could use. You could use." And I said, "How much is that going to cost?" And all that. And he said, "No, um, it's all free." I said, "What?" <laughs> um, so the, 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 his owner, um, Ian Livingston, is supplying this unit to us free with fuel and food and three other men to work on the mission, and they will do whatever we need. What, what, whatever is needed to be done, they'll assist us uh, in installing the systems or communicating with people. And uh, yeah, we're just so blessed because the word gets out there. And uh, like Wayne said, we haven't pushed anything. We've just told people about the mission. We've told them how excited we are that people do change and we can save Australian lives. And that's how it's all happened. So we're just so blessed that God has been on top of all of that and overseeing everything uh, for Wayne and myself. And whatever we do, we put to God first, and uh, we get an answer back from him, and we go forward with that. Well, Wayne, I know that there'll be some who will be prayerful that you'll master the controls of this new Parton Navier aircraft and uh, and that everything will go smoothly along the way. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Absolutely. I completely have faith. Uh, I must admit I had a a few little doubts there for a while, but... I got the encouragement from Brian and 30 of his friends over there and, and Bill, uh, the, uh, the owner out there, said, Wayne, you can do it and all that type of thing. And my instructor has been fantastic with me. And uh, I've been flying aeroplanes for, for many, many years. I've never hopped in a, in a, a multi-engine aircraft. And, uh, wow, it's, whew, 
it's just the next level. It's amazing that we're, the thing that, that I, I just can't quite grasp at the moment is the vastness of this country. And we're going to, Brian and I are going to be flying this aircraft right across 4,000 kilometres, over 2,000 kilometres around the uh, Kimberley and 4,000 kilometres all the way back. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it is a huge time. adventure you're about to embark on yeah. later this month. Uh, very, very exciting. Look, uh, thank you so much, Wayne, uh, for calling in and uh, just giving us that insight into the aircraft that you're going to be utilising as you go into this uh, amazing expedition into Outback, northwest Western Australia, into the Pilbara. Uh, just a few minutes remaining in the conversation. I know that there's a lot of people contributing here uh, to how this whole thing's going to work and I know that there are still needs uh, because it's a huge expedition, it is expensive uh, there is a way that people can contribute but uh, quickly here Brian let's uh, talk about some of the people who are contributing to this expedition <coughs> who who else around the country has been getting on board? Um, mainly um, we've, we've thanked a few people uh, Wayne, Ian, uh, Vision Radio, yourself and your team that supported us, Bill Bruce and Terry Connell, uh, Sun City Christian Centre is where I attend a church and Pastor Graham and Kathy Fabian have looked after us with, with donation also and whatever we need to talk about they'll give us time to, to talk at the church and tell about the, the mission and the, the testimonies of people so that's been successful but um, yeah for other churches like a Lighthouse Church here in Jordan um, around the Kimberley and in Northwest Corner so the Northwest is other churches have donated to us in Northampton but um, that we told them about the mission and they just said, oh, we'll don't donate these funds to you. So it's something that we've been blessed with. But I'd just like to read out this last little verse if I could uh, to sum sure. up what we're doing. Uh, this is our nation. These are our, our people in need of a hope and future that only God can give. Suicide happens with hopelessness, drags primarily, primarily young people in deep depression, allowing a spirit of suicide to invade their minds. We need the Holy Spirit to dispel this mindset so that's my little verse that I'd like to end with. And, and uh, again, we want to save all Australian lives. We don't want to leave anyone behind. And uh, just to just clarify one point here before we have to end our conversation, something in the vicinity of $10,000 is your fuel bill. Uh, I imagine that's not covered yet. Is that one of the things that you'd like listeners to consider to help with? Yeah, that's, the fuel bill is for the aircraft and also for Tony Kish to bring his vehicle up. So we're looking at that, that, that it's around ten to 15,000 15, is what we're looking for. Uh, Wayne and I both agreed that um, we can't push this, but we let people know what we're trying to achieve and, and how we're going to do this. And uh, people come on board and say, yes, you know, they can sow a seed into this ministry and be blessed by that ministry and also experience some of the joys that we do uh, by seeing the change in people's lives. So that little bit of funding we need now to complete the mission, um, both Wayne and I believe that that uh, funding will be here before we go, and we know that uh, God will find a way. Well, there's runs on the board, and when you hear the stories of what has happened in previous expeditions, uh, the story of Mullen rings loud and clear about the sorts Amen. of things that can happen in outback communities. Uh, we'll be expectant and prayerful, and I know that there'll be people who think maybe uh, they can join you as prayer partners along the way too. Chariots Amen. of Fire Ministries is the name of the ministry about to embark on this major outback expedition, installing Vision Radio 
Radio and maintaining vision stations throughout the Kimberley, as well as installing as many as 60 new services of God TV into remote communities. Let me give the website how you can help. It's cofm.org.au. There you'll find a link to how you can make a donation. And there's also a GoFundMe page. And you'll be able to follow the progress of Chariots of Fire Ministries on Facebook. Uh, Brian Sonneman, uh, to you and the team, honour to you. And uh, I'm thanking God for your humility and for your, uh, your just, uh, you know, go get them, roll up your sleeves uh, attitude to the, to the sorts of ways that you approach ministry. Thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and thank you to all the listeners that have heard our, our communication. And uh, I just bless all those that have heard it and bless you, Neil, and your team at Vision. And we look forward to partnership through this mission as uh, it comes on board in June. God bless. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.